Hello and welcome to the Rebel Mother Club podcast, a podcast where we explore who is mother, where is mother, what is mother. I am amplifying the voices of mothers, delving into those taboo subjects, laying them out on the dining room table to unearth the truth behind the safe for best, fancy as fuck wedding china. I am your dinner host, Sophie. I have been quietly causing rebellion since 1982. An artist, writer, presenter, speaker, non-academic philosopher, anarchist raiser and creative healer. Join me as we get the dirty dishes done. In this week's episode, you get to meet me, yay! And I'm going to be opening up about my date with psychosis and why I see it as the medicine I needed As a rebel mother, I do drop the F-bomb. You have been warned. If you find it offensive, scroll on to something more pleasant. I've healed from what is termed as postnatal psychosis. I call it trauma-based enlightenment. Or my body and mind were fucked after giving birth. Or I had been trying to fit into a fucking box most of my life to go along with the social norms and not called the crazy lady. After the birth of my first child, I questioned the experience I had just experienced. I didn't want to go through that again when I had my second child. When I got pregnant again, I began researching and I found a book that explained to me when women are in labour, if they feel under threat, their contractions can stop and dilation goes backwards. This landed with me. It made so much sense. I started to delve deeper and I found a woman who I knew would help me get through giving birth in the way I wanted to give birth without medical intervention. She was extraordinary. I learnt so much and I learnt to trust my body. So when it came to it, I had the most perfect birth that I could have planned for. I had my daughter at home in my kitchen in a birth pool that my husband had been inflating with a pump, not with his mouth. Um, And I tuned into my body and it happened naturally. I managed to do it without any pain relief. I figured if I'd got through the first one so intensely, I could do this one on my own. And I did. I couldn't then stand up for about three to four hours afterwards. And at that point, that's when the midwife became concerned. And she was questioning me about needing to go to the toilet. But every time I stood up, I felt dizzy. So I was blue lighted, as they say, blue lighted into hospital and popped on a ward. And the midwife at the time, it wasn't the midwife that I'd had, it was another midwife, was sitting there writing out the notes. And probably for about the fourth time, I then said, I am now in the most excruciating pain. It is more painful than the labour I've just experienced. She'd been telling me that the consultant would come and see me soon. But at that point, she then decided to come over and palpate my stomach, at which point the blood which had been clotting inside me released and I passed out. 
I touched the edge. That is for sure. But you just give birth, don't you? So I carried on. We then, I was then put on a ward. And then the next day my husband came and picked me up and we went home. It wasn't long after that that I started doubting that the daughter I had had at home in my kitchen was not my child. I had convinced myself that when I was in hospital, in a four minute window, when I went for a wee, she had been swapped. I lived with that quietly, looking at her, waiting for somebody to knock at the door to tell me that they had swapped my child. It was too scary to tell anyone. I was fearful if I told somebody, I would then be locked up, medicated and taken away, or at least my children were taken away. And I didn't want that. So I was going through this kind of extraordinary motion looking back of knowing what I didn't want and doubting what was my reality, questioning it. I did mention it on the odd occasion to my husband, to which he responded, don't be silly, of course anyone would. But it would take another two and a half years to fully appreciate what I had been through and what I had experienced. And in those two and a half years, I just carried on smiling and went about my busy life. I busied myself with high intensity fitness. I busied myself with meeting friends. I busied myself with alcohol. I busied myself with starting a business. I did everything I could to distract myself from what my body, mind and heart were trying to tell me. In 2017, I reached a point where I couldn't contain it anymore and I sought talking therapy. And it was this that I have discovered who I am today. And I say today because we are constantly evolving. We are always changing and growing with our environment. I have discovered who I am today because of what is termed as postnatal psychosis. I call it trauma-based enlightenment or lived experience. But it's about opening to it instead of denying it, classing it as an illness, classing it as something's wrong. In next week's episode... I meet Nikki Dudley, the managing editor of Street Cake magazine, and ask her, did your business boom, bust, or both? And I know every podcast says it, because it helps with ratings or something like that. But if you enjoyed listening to me today, and you want more of The Rebel Mother, hit the subscribe button.